Sitter Snippet Series is sponsored by Dr. Robert and Judy Brookston in memory of her mother, my wife's grandmother, Edith Goldsmith, Esther Bas Yaakov. To finish the, uh, the opening bracha of Birchos Kriya Shema, to finish the psukim that we were, we've been talking about, Hamelacha Miromam Levado Me'az, we spoke about at length, Hashem is praised long before we experienced Him, even without the way in which He manifests Himself to us, Me'az. Me'az, we heard last night, the Chidush Yarim. Me'az, Me'az Yashir. From when we sang Shira, when we're Mamlech Hashem, when we coronate Him over ourselves, that's when He's able to take that seat on His throne. We asked, this is what we're up to, what's the difference between Me'az and the very next Pasuk, HaMeshubach VeHamifawar VeHamisnasei, praise, glorified, elevated, Mimos Olam, since the world began. Forever Hashem has been exalted, praised, glorified. What's the difference between Me'az and Mimos Olam? So the Mepharshim explained, Me'az means before the Bria, even before God created a world, God did not need any of us. He didn't need existence in order for Him to be exalted. He was omnipotent, infinite, all-powerful, the source of all. He is all long before a world was created. Even if there were no one to experience, to perceive, to live, to benefit, to enjoy, and therefore to thank and to praise, nevertheless he would be exalted. So me'az means before the Bria, even before the creation of the world. Mimos olam, from the days of olam, the world means from the six days of creation and on, from when the world was created, which is obviously what we're about to mark. So even before creation, he was miromam, he was exalted, he didn't need us. He, by definition, is the source of all. He is the greatest of all. But since creation, he's mishabach, mifuaru, misnasei, because now we're here. Now we're here, and now we have an obligation, a responsibility. Not because God, chas v'shalom, has some ego. It's not that he, his ego needs to be flattered. It's not that Hashem somehow draws a pleasure by our complimenting him. In fact, it's the opposite. He tolerates our praises. We who are so inconsistent in our loyalty to him, we who are not entirely compliant or obedient to Him, we who make promises and fail, our compliment, our praise, our flattery, He tolerates it at best. And nevertheless, we have a responsibility, not for Him, but for us, to understand and appreciate our place in the world, why we're here, what is our mission, to bring His name down, to repair the world in His vision. We have a responsibility. So, HaMeshubach ve'amifuar ve'amisnasei, He's miromam, He's exalted, me'az. Long before we were here, he doesn't need us. But Mimos Olam, since the world was created, he's Mishubach Mifuar Misnasei. Now we praise, glorify, and elevate him. Next, Pasak Elokei Olam, the eternal God, Barachamecha, Rabim Rachem Aleinu, we ask him in your compassion, have compassion on us, in your mercy, be merciful towards us. What does this mean? Why, in the context of the Bracha on the Meoros, on the bracha that Hashem created, the sun, the moon, the stars, the constellations, why are we invoking His rachamim? Why do we need His rachamim? So Rashi in the opening parak of Bereshis tells us that the Maoros can bring danger and damage, they can threaten the world, particularly children. The Maoros themselves, if something's out of alignment, the sun, the sun can create great damage, great destruction. So Elokei we say, Hashem, you created the whole world. Let that world that we're living in, all of that creation, the Maoros, the sun, the moon, the stars, the constellation, please have compassion. Let it serve us, let it benefit us, rather than, God forbid, the opposite, not threaten us or harm us. 
Lastly, for tonight, we describe Hashem as the Lord of strength, Uzenu. He's the Tzur, the rock of our refuge. He's the Magen, the shield of Yeshenu, our salvation. And Miskav Badenu, He is our stronghold. He is our, our sanctuary. He is where we find refuge. It's a beautiful insight I saw from the son of the Gra, Rav Avram and Agra, who says that the four phrases in this Pasuk represent and reflect the four stages of life. Infancy or childhood, adolescence, adulthood, and old age. And these four forms of praise represent how we need Hashem in each of those stages in life, how we should have an appropriate understanding that we are not the source of our own power, we're not in control, while we can be grateful and proud of our accomplishments, ultimately we're nothing without Him. So the first stage is until 10 years old, infancy or childhood, when a person sometimes can feel invincible, we have to realize Adon Uzeinu. Uzeinu, we have strength. We're developing and maturing in our strength. Adon, he is the master. He owns it all. And the next stage from 10 to 20, he is the rock of that strength. Sur Misgabenu. 10 to 20, a person is really emerging in life. And you'll think you're in the prime of life. You're invincible in life. High school, college, you're starting to think that's it. I can conquer the world. You need him to be a rock. From 20 to 50, person is, please God, trying to build a family, build a life, build a legacy. Hopefully, if they want, marriage, children. One is worried about parnasa, livelihood, sustenance, retirement fund. So there, he is the shield. He's protecting us from the dangers of the world, preserving our material needs. And then finally, in old age, person in a state of zikna can be weakened. And there he's miskav ba'adenu. Miskav ba'adenu on the goof itself. The body needs Hashem. Miskav ba'adenu for Hashem to be the stronghold, for Hashem to be able to protect. So these four phrases, says Rav Avon ben Agra, represent the four stages of life and seeing Hashem in each and every one of them.